Hey guys, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to DocuSweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, my love, which can be blind, which can be um, deaf, which can be ignorant, which can be smart, insightful, but at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. Hi. Hi. So you guys were talking Love is Blind, season four, episode seven. Second time's a charm. Mm-hmm. Sec- the, the second time is a charm. Lucky Leprechaun, Lucky Charms. Uh, I loved Lucky Charms growing up. But Lucky Charms and Captain Crunch, I could go like every week with one of them. Like every week we'd get one of them. And then when that box was gone, we'd go to the other one, just back and forth. Like like I did to my parents because they were divorced. Great. That was a great story that you told us. You know, you have something in common with Bliss. You have something in common with uh, Zach. You have a lot of, com- there's a lot of, there's a lot of we commonality. We all love sugary cereal. Yeah. Um, I wasn't allowed to have Lucky Charms. I wasn't allowed. Great didn't have. Oh, that's terrible. I tried that one time after begging to get it because it was like $4 a box. And you know, back then cereal was like $1.50 a box or something cheap. And my mom was counting everything. You know what I used to do is if I wanted a cereal that was outside of like Krispy Kreme. Yes. Outside of Krispy Kreme, uh, Krispy Kreme's, uh, Chris, Rice Krispies. Or um, there was one of the Frosted Flakes. Like she would get us Frosted Flakes, right? Because those were like whatever, I don't know, maybe $1.50. If I wanted Lucky Charms, I had to wait for the Sunday paper to come. And then I would take the funnies. I would also take the coupons. And I would go through and I would search for whatever I wanted to purchase. And I would cut out a coupon for it. And then I would check the sales papers of the local supermarkets and see what items were on sale. And I'd be like, this is on sale and I have a coupon. May I please have? She couldn't say no to that shit. Honey, she was extreme couponing at such a young age as a manipulation tactic to get what she wants, honey. It's a win-win. You know, you got to know what what? people want and you got to (laughs) exploit. Yeah. Little entrepreneur, honey. You know when it worked. Okay. Um, You know who's a little entrepreneur, I think, and trying to work his way into um, his future? Kwame. What a transition. But let's talk about the show we're talking about, which is Love is Blind, you guys, on Netflix. Um, We're knee-deep in the season. It's almost done. So just so we know, we just, as we're recording this, uh, we realize now that Netflix has decided to do a live tell-all for their final, which will be their second event to be a live event on the streaming platform. So that'll be really interesting. And definitely the first time we've seen you know, obviously a tell all be live. And we, that seems very exciting. How do you feel about that? Well, I'm very excited about it. I didn't even know it was going to be live until I was doing something. It was, I just found out like 30 minutes ago, it was actually going to be live. I was like, wow. When I told you? No, when when you told me, I didn't, I didn't know what, I didn't know what you were saying. And when I'm out and about, like, I just read things and go cool and move on, you know, like I didn't know. I didn't know. I read them and I go great. And then I move on. Like I don't investigate or like think through what is being said. Um, And you just said, we should do this. And I was like, oh, cool. And that was it. Like, I didn't know what we should do. This was, was we should. And you were like, I shouldn't, I'm not going to, not going to even do one second to find out what, what she forwarded on top of that to find just interesting. No, I was like, okay, great. great. I'm glad I know this is how your mind works. It's like so telling and I'm great about it. It's like, I was out and about. Yeah, she's just out I was out in a boot and it's harder for me. And you, you know what? You know what's interesting is that Chris has my location. So she could actually check 
to see where I'm at at any given moment and then and then like know what mindset I'm in. So this is, this is a helpful mindset to know. That if I'm oot in a boot, if you see that I'm at Jerry's Hardware or Target and you send me something without like specific direction of like what I'm looking at, I'll be like, great. And then I'll ask you, what did you mean by that? <laughs> Later on, <laughs> I always do that to you. <laughs> I'm always you like, yeah, what? you sent me that task. What, what, did, what did that mean? <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's true. It's good to know. You know who's also adventurous and out in a boot? Kwame, who, you know, <laughs> like, who is excited to, like, travel and stuff like that and, like, you know, be in different places, specifically uh, not Seattle as much as Portland, Portland, right? He really loves visiting and staying and living in Portland. But he's, like, right now at Chelsea's house and he's nervous because as we last left off, Chelsea's dad's coming and we haven't given Kwame any sort of like idea of what that person's going to be walking into on the dad's side. And the dad comes and they have to explain, this will be the first time, how the show works to the parents. Now, this is always interesting because we have to see like, oh, like how close are you to your child that your child like told you they maybe like applied or maybe they got picked or how things work. Like, or whose child is just floating around in the universe, honey, and then they just like somehow get a beacon of the night call to like show up to set one day and they realize their child is in a place where they decided to be on Love is Blind and then never heard of it because they don't have Netflix and then also now have to be told season four what <laughs> how the show works. Wow. Absolutely. But <laughs> before I give my opinion on that, let's let's take a pause for a commercial break. All right, so we're back. <laughs> and yeah, Chris, you're absolutely correct. Every single time these folks tell their peoples about this, their people's always confused. Now, I did hear word on the streets is that seasons two, three, and four were filmed like two months after each other. And maybe they're being aired like a year after them. So I don't know when two, three, and four were filmed. I don't know, how, like we don't know because the honestly the fashion wasn't that far long ago to where I can't tell based on the shoe, based on the eyebrow, you know, based on the lip choices. Well, specifically, I know this is happening during the advent of the Barbie. Now we're about to have another one because the show's going to the movie's going to come out, but this is like Barbie fashion. This is like this happened. I feel like February. This is like January, February of this year feels that way. I put, my, I put my money on it just because of the fashion alone. Wait, no, it can't have been because we're on season four. And if two, three, and four were filmed two months after each other. I don't know about two, three, but I know about, but I'm thinking four. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what, what I heard was two, three, and four were filmed very, 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 very like, and almost in tandem. And so my thought is they know what season one is. They, cause, cause between season one and season two, I feel like there was like two years. So they know what mm -hmm. season one is. So it's like, why wouldn't you tell your friends and family that you're going mm -hmm. off to do something? And also, why would you do something when you know that your mother may not agree and then therefore may not give you their blessing? And that would actually bother you. Like, you have to know how you feel about your parents. You can't just be roaming around the earth acting like your parents don't mean anything to you when they mean, in fact, everything to you. So uh, why don't you take that energy and tell Sumit then? Sumit? Of Jenny and Sumit. Oh, I know. I'm telling him. You stop interrupting me. I'm telling Sumit something right now. Sumit, I need you to stop acting mm. like your mother's opinion doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And I need you to just either be with Jenny or don't mm. be with her. But you mm. can't walk that line in between, sir. 
You can't do it. Kwame. So now let's get back to Kwame. We can't, we can't get past it. Um, so Kwame is nervous because he's about to meet the dad, as she said, but they are going back and forth about who lectures who most. And the truth is, is I fully believe that Kwame lectures Chelsea most. And like I said, in last episode, I don't believe that Kwame has ever been with somebody who intellectually challenges him in the way that Chelsea does and will. And I think Chelsea won't stand back. She will step up. But also, as we've seen in later episodes, she does have some odd toxic traits, which we'll talk about. So, yes. yeah. So her dad is there and he's in their kind of stone face. They explain what the show is about. And the dad is happy. He's like, baby girl, I trust you. You're fine. And I'm like, I think that's what my dad would be. Like, I can't imagine this. I could tell my dad right now that I'm marrying somebody and he would be like, okay, Wahama, well, I mean, I guess you're an adult. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, let me ask you this. Okay, but then if you were like, that I met on a television show that I've known for 20 days. He would say, I, yeah, I think he would say, yes, it's weird. You don't know this person, but I can't imagine a lecture uh, or like a, I think my, here's, here, as I'm gonna say, I think that my dad trusts my choices because he raised me and he knows that I'm like, a level-headed person. He and I fight and go butt heads often um, because of our our ideals and our beliefs. But that is the relationship that he has created with me. I've I remember arguing with my dad when I was little too. So on top of that, I think that he would just want to see me with somebody. Because when I told uh, him I was dating that person last year, he was like, "I want to meet him," um, like and very sincere about it. It wasn't even like, "Oh," it was like, "Yeah, bring him over." You know, he's he's ready for that for me. A, I want to see a video of you fighting your dad when you were young. That's very funny. And B, I feel like, I know what you're saying, but like, you know, I feel like I wonder who would hear the earful. Uh, you know, like after your dad films a scene on television where he has to say, all right, you know, and like, nice to meet you. Like, who hears the earful if all your family go home in a car together? Do all they all hear it? Does your brother, does your sister, does your mom? Like, so, he would have to be like, I can't believe, you know, he would have to say something. I can't believe this is happening. I think my you mom would so? say that to him. I think my mom would say that to him. And I think my dad would say, well, Waham is, oh, she's a grown woman, Dinethel, is what he would say. I think my brother would have a problem with it. I think if he were to be there, he'd be like, man, Waham, are you going to marry this dude? You don't know him? Well, I'm going to find out who he is. I'm going to find out. Oh. I don't care. I'm going to find out is what it would happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's what I'd be like, who are you? You don't call me. We don't talk. And now all of a sudden you want to like be big brother, little brother type person. It's so funny how he gets when he's around me. And I'm like, you are the younger one. I am the elder. I make the decisions. <laughs> um, anyways, so then we have a scene with Paul and Micah's mother. And they're the same person. I'm gonna let Chris say this because again, Micah was on the screen. And so I zoned out. Yeah, for sure. I'm so sorry, by the way. I just really got like a bit in one place and I'm very much hurt. So then we're gonna like meet Paul's mom. And Paul is like, pulls up to some restaurant and then Paul's mom. Now we just, I, we don't know what we're going to think with Paul's mom. Paul's a curly haired scientist and he described the girl that he was with as granola. And I kind of thought that we were going to see, I mean, like a woman that was like, you know, a professor of something like women's studies, you know, like <laughs> at a, like a, you know, college in California somewhere. Like I just felt like I thought I was going to get like a, kind of lovely warm down to earth you know grounded you know <laughs> type of i don't know like i thought i was gonna get someone who's definitely 
aging with gray hair. Like I just, I just from up and down was just like had in my mind who I thought Paul's mom was going to be. So when we see Paul's mom who looks identical to what Micah and Micah's mom would look like if they had a baby together slash what Micah's going to look like as an older person. It is suddenly a fascinating. Also B mildly horrific for Paul and also C makes sense. You know, like, don't you think that the moms should trade? I think that I would believe that Paul's mom is Patricia, which is Micah's mother. And I would think that, Paul's mother, whose name escapes me, is Micah's mother. Micah number, Micah Sr.? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Paul's mom is Micah Sr., and I know you're saying yes. That, that is a good trade. Now, I told you this also, um, I, I almost said off camera, which is half true if you pay for the Patreon, ha, 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 but off mic, which is Micah looks like her mom in the face with, of course, completely different hair, and which is blonde extensions, and also very intense eyelash extensions, and also definitely like filler lips which is you know indicative also of the way that she talks sometimes which is also interesting micah likes being also like queen bee in whatever circle that micah's in it is it is pathological wow i mean i can tell you right now that um tell me tell me whatever circle she is in i'm not in because i could never imagine a scenario where she's queen bee um, so we have a situation where Mike, uh, Paul's mother has snooped on Micah and like knows everything about her. And she's a good Christian woman who owns a daycare and they're the same person. <laughs> yeah. Micah's mom is, she's like, I looked, Micah's mom owns a daycare. She's Christian. So I like her. And you know, so it was just, I mean, I do snoop, so I get it. Like, and especially if you don't know anything, anything about anyone and you have like 20 days, you have to do a little bit of snooping. I'm happy that this woman knows her way around Google. I was not like... Listen, honey, if it's all out there, it's all out there. I just don't be like, what? Everyone's everyone can do it. And you have to know that they that that's a possibility. You know, it's a yeah, it's a possibility because I don't. And if somebody were to tell me something about myself that I didn't tell them, I would be I would feel very weird and I would have to like exit the program because I didn't look at I didn't look them up. And so that's that's the thing. Like, So if you have snooped on me, you have got to keep that a secret from me because I because it's not my modus operandi, I would be like, it would make me, I don't know, make me uncomfortable. Because then I'm like, well, then I guess I should snoop on you. But then it's not, I don't know. I don't care. Um, so um, then we move on to Brett and Tiff. Oh, what? sorry. Go ahead. We move on to Brett and Tiffany. And um, Brett shows Tiffany her home, his home. And it's a smart house. It's got a lot of like gadgets and gadgets in it, which I listen, it's not me, but I, I, I would appreciate it. I have been into a man's house who has gadgets and gadgets. And I'm like, what is this thing? Oh, tell me more about that. And it's very fascinating. Honey, it has gadgets and gizmos and gadgets. <laughs> I am dead over gadgets. Uh, I loved gadgets so much. Yeah. I, by the way, can't wait for Disney to come out. Um, Disney to Isn't come out. Gadget a person? Yeah. Gadget was a, television show starring Sally Field back in the day and she had cute 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 bangs a cute haircut yes she was was adorable it was like the Kim Fields from 227 era but Sally Fields right yeah big eyes like you know a very similar look you know tiny person big eyes like very warm kind of beautiful angelic face you know like you just 
What a joy. Those two, two women are joys. Um, yes. uh, yeah. So he um, doesn't have a lot of closet space and she's giggling and laughing about a lot of things, which I don't love because I just want her to lean into everything that this grown man in his grown man apartment has to offer. Go ahead. You have a question. No. Yeah. Well, what do you like? What? No, I want you to elaborate what you're already saying, I guess. So. so in in my mind, when I walk into a male's house and mm-hmm. it is, it, it has thought, it has a point of view. It has mm-hmm. things in it that I'm like, oh, you t- intentionally purchased this and you put this here because you wanted this look. I'm very appreciative of it. So I don't ever go in kind of making fun of it or not making fun of it, but giggling and like, oh my God, I can't believe you have this here. Like, and, and, and when they all did it, like, well, Kwame deserved it, but like Micah did it to Paul and I didn't love it. I'm not sure why we didn't see that scene between Jackie and Micah and, and Marshall, but like, it was just like, girl, like chill. But I also didn't like it when Kwame did it to Chelsea. Like when he was like, what's up with the pink? Like, I didn't like that either. I just feel like when you walk into someone's home, don't critique it. Don't don't downplay what they've done, especially if you can see that they've put effort into it. You know, and it, that's what it made me annoyed by it. And she was like, there's not enough space. Oh, do you have enough shoes? Again, Chris, I'm like, you can never have enough shoes. Like I've been to a man's house and his wall from like from the bottom to the top was just filled with those boxes where those plastic things for shoes and they're all like nice and I was like that is so freaking cool that's a lot of shoes bro but like that's that's kind of cool like (laughs) I don't know I'm always like I never think to go into somebody's house and make fun of what they have or like giggle at it so I mean unless I think it's awesome so I don't know that's that was my that was my initial thought with that and and like girl when he says when that man says if we don't have enough closet space we can just move yeah yeah, no, I know. No, that part's great. We want to know, like, you know, how much does Zach make? We want to know how much money Zach makes. You know, we want to know how much money. That's, like, you know, I we don't talk about it, but we want to know. He that by far has, you know, I want to know how much money Brett makes, too. Like, we would like to know uh, figures. Sorry. God I bless. think over, over six, right? Or not, like, at least in the six. You know, I don't know, but I want to, obviously. I couldn't be more. I just, like, I have so many, like, comments of what you said. Like, for instance, I like the idea of you going into Kevin from uh, Love After Lockup's house and seeing <laughs> the black and red and just being so, like, well, honey, he has a point of view, he has a taste. It's black and red. So he bought this thing, it's black. He bought this thing, it's red. I respect it. And I will say that, like, there is something to understanding someone's found a passion and then did a b c and d and e things to spell it out for themselves in such a way that takes you know wherewithal follow through commitment responsibility it takes vision and it takes a little bit of hustle and all of those things are incredibly attractive even if their taste isn't yours and i think that i'm not attracted to someone who's like me like really in any way you know like I find myself repulsive you know like I'm just kidding but no. I mean, like my, my natural personality you know like I don't want myself you know like I want the opposite of me you know like that's you know we all have different spectrums of what we're attracted to and I think I'm attracted to like the polarity of me uh of me you know anyway god bless so um 
Having said that, let's get back to Zach, to Zach and Bliss. Now, let me tell you, um, he has decided to make a stake a certain way. I know the way, which is to sous vide it in a package of marinade, um, which is in a plastic bin with water that is being constantly temped at a certain time for an exact amount of time. And then he is trying to then finish said steak in a cast iron pan, which is a way to do it. It's a intense way to do it for someone who A, wants to show off or B, wants to to be perfect or see, you know, is a little analytical in their mind because the other way to do it, of course, is just in the cast iron pan. Now, you know, but we all have it. I bought it too. So anyway, however, that if you were going to do this and I like sous vide and you can also make egg bites that way. And those are truly great. And also chicken. But if you're going to do it, you have to make sure that you can get really airtight bags, maybe like get them already in an airtight Ziploc or uh, airtight bag that's vacuum sealed from a butcher with a marinade, whatever you want to do. But what Zach did, honey, is not even just like really good Ziploc. He got the Ziploc with the zipper, the actual zipper. So it's like, you know that it only takes a second for it to melt and kind of like disintegrate. There was no way... I think that that would have been a logical good choice. Now, is this a long time to talk about this? Yes. But did I think in this moment you're the dumbest person? Yes. And did I remember Jackie being like, I wouldn't hire him as a lawyer? Yes. And did this make me feel like, oh, I don't know about this either because it feels like you should have like, you know, like look packs this and is, is this all a show and do you ever actually cook in this apartment? Is this your apartment? I thought of all of it. But Bliss, happy. She's in Bliss. She's she's blissful about it. Well, Jackie doesn't have enough money to hire a lawyer. So I don't know why she was even talking <gasps> about- <sighs> Having the option to hire a lawyer. Oh, shot to the heart in your tube thing. Jackie, yeah. give love a bad name. Listen, I, I mean, who knew that's okay? We're, I'm getting ahead of myself, but anyways, we'll talk about it when we talk about it. Did you see Irina's um plea to the world and apologize? Apology, I'm the one that posted, I'm the one that posted it to the docu sweeties, and I watch things. I Docu Sweetie's Instagram yes, reposted you did. it. Do you think that do you think that a little fairy did that? Or do you think you did that? Like in some sort of Chardonnay haze? I did that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean no, just <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, oh, I did it. Read. You got it from me. I don't know what to tell you. This No, no, don't apologize. Sit I'm not. That. Okay, because you're like, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. So read, a read. Oh my god. Oh, that was so good. Oh. <laughs> Okay, well, let me okay, let me just mute yourself and finish laughing at my roast of you so we can continue on. So, um, basically, after that, uh, we go to Jackson Marshall. Now, this is where shit is like shitty shit shit. So, she is nervous and tells him to go away suddenly and her energy is different. She's like moody as fuck. She's like always like something's... She's just back and forth like, you know, here's the thing. We are going to find out certain... <laughs> Uh, just a whole the he walk can't talk because she's still laughing at what I making fun of her, which is like you know she loves it so much. Uh, she's like it's her favorite thing to be roasted, you know it's true. So, uh, 
she feels like she might have repercussions and she doesn't want to have the repercussions. And she says, because her family's against it, it's making her feel a certain way. He's and he, you know, they're not going to probably meet her family. Like it feels that way. We're going to meet his family who are on the way. And so his family walks the door. It's his sister. His sister's like adorable niece. <laughs> um, wow. I wanted, wanted to say the niece's entrance was of note. The niece, the niece walks in <clears throat> and she's like, they're like, oh, hey, there's all the people. They're like, little girl, how is she so cute? And she's literally looking at the camera like, we're not going to talk, we're not, we're not going to talk about them. Who are these people? Who are these people? She cannot stop looking at the cameras. It's hilarious. She's like, what is going on? And she's of that age that you can't just like tell her, right? She doesn't know. She's trying to eat her pizza and get out of here. Uh, yeah, so I mean, Marshall's sister has great colored hair. It's like ombre, lavender, or something. Mm-hmm. I feel like her husband was good. I just, you know, I like it when people come on TV and like, you know, give us a show. And while I didn't sit and listen to every single word of it, <laughs> like, I'm gonna tell you right now, I have a hard time when mm-hmm. they like do activities or like, I don't know. It's it's when they meet family, I don't care because I always know that the family is going to be awkward and they're going to say something weird. It's unfortunate that her family is against it. It's really quite unfortunate. And it's unfortunate that it gets into her head. Again, why would you come on a show and do something so experimental and then not think about how you're going to react when your folks don't like it? I guess I'm just somebody who thinks of everything from every single angle. At least I try to. And so when, when shit goes awry, I'm always like, well, hey, I didn't think of that outcome. Like, I always know it's because I put a lot of thought into what I was going to do. Um, <clears throat> so the next scene that we have is Micah goes to Paul's house and she has a comment for every single knife that he has on all the surfaces. Obviously, the guy is a knife guy. Um, but she like comments on it. She hates everything. She hates the style. She hates the how small the closet is. She hates the bedroom. She just like doesn't like it. And... Or she's making fun of it, not maybe realizing how she's being. And he's like, uh, we're on a dating show in Seattle. I don't understand why you're talking to me about Arizona. And she's like, well, I just really want to live in Scottsdale. And like, you know, half my, and I want to know what she does. I want to know why she bounces back and forth to Seattle. I want to know why she didn't think that maybe somebody wouldn't want to live in a hot ass Arizona um, or bounce back and forth. Like, what are they going to do for their job? Just a lot of different things like coming on this that I'm confused about. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's when she said she was living back and forth in Arizona, I was like, I knew you were a fucking Havasu girl. Yeah, she says she's a social media manager, but like she, you know, also makes me feel like she's someone who like works at a, a tanning salon or like a lash place, you know, like that's how she get the lashes. Um, yeah, so they're such an odd pairing they really are like you know like there's not a world in which i'd ever put them together but that's where they find themselves and you know i think that even with like jacqueline like she's jacqueline she's like 26 she's like the youngest person ever this is season four they all want to be stars in some way we're gonna have to like not sometimes bring up the obvious even someone like paul it's like you know he's cute as fuck you know paul is a star like if paul wants to be other shows he's like handsome you know like and other girls are gonna like him a lot he's not my type but he's definitely not micah's type (laughs) but there are girls that like are obsessed with him you know like so anyway so um then we have a conversation with kwame and his mom 
Um, we really don't get this conversation. It's a very one-sided conversation as we never get to really hear her voice, but we can tell just by his responses, which are measured that she's not open. It's a lot mm-hmm. of, it's kind of, I, we, I didn't write it down, but it's a lot, it's kind of like him being like, hi mom. Um, Hello. I, I know you have heard, I've been trying to talk to you. No. No, you have not been talk- trying to talk to me now when you should have been trying to talk to me before. I can hear that you have some tension in your voice. And let me just say, I want to look towards the future and my future. And I'd love. How can a person that comes from my body go off and do something without even thinking of our family? Huh? Hey. Oh. Well, I I am thinking of our family when I talk about Jesus my love. Christ would not respect this choice. Huh? You do not think with your head. You do not do the right thing. Uh, believe me, Mom. She's better than the other girl. So uh, that you. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me. Um, anyway, yeah. So basically he doesn't get anywhere. She does not allow this conversation to move forward. She, he obviously will never get her blessing. She's not open to it. She's not, doesn't want her voice on the television or sorry, on the show. That's a television. It's a television show. (laughs) As if we don't watch it on devices now, I'm so old, but she didn't give her consent in any way. So we jump back. Brett and Tiffany always have boring conversations and it just feels like the most vague, almost AI conversations. Like that is what I like. If I was to have an AI romantic conversation and insert the word, wow, babe, thank you. Magical. Like it's just so, I mean, uninspired. It's just so not passionate, but I will say Brett, knows how to treat himself yep and we love it we love to see it i love a man with a point of view i love a man who is intentional with the things that he purchases and how he puts them in his home and i thought brett was really i, I liked his apartment and tiffany kind of made fun of it in a way again i don't enjoy um but when she has that conversation with him about uh the his luggage and how expensive What's his most? Ex- what's the most expensive thing that he's purchased? I thought he was gonna say that he spent like two thousand dollars on some TV. I thought he was gonna say something else, but when he says that he spent twelve hundred on luggage, she's like, and I'm like, girl, can you take a stroll down Fifth Avenue for a second? Like, listen, I'm not a rich lady, but I know that good quality luggage is gonna cost you a little over a thousand. Yeah, you also just brought up a great point, which is most TVs, if they're bigger and guys love a big, you know, if he was to tell me that he spent 2K on a TV, I would totally understand it. You know what I'm saying? Because he's whatever, 5K, 4K, HD, bloopity bloops, and the gaming ones and the ones that this one's, and I mean, who knows, you know, like, I, I have one that's curved. Was that a bad purchase? I think so. What a very, you know, it's almost like being like, my my TV has 3D glasses that came with it. Remember when some TVs had 3D glasses as if any of us sat there and tried to watch 3D shit on our TVs? But I, yeah, my, my TV is curved. And I think, again, that was, why'd I do that? 
<laughs> I don't I don't even know if that was a bad move. I mean, it's still a good quality TV. Um, but I yeah, she was like for luggage and I'm like, "Girl, yeah. Like you could buy good to quality me. luggage. Yeah. Yeah. That's to me. Yeah. And it's like it's not that man works hard for his money. I think it's so we interesting. Work hard for his money. Hey, hey, hey. So, so hard for it, honey. He works hard for the money so he can buy whatever luggage he wants. Yes. And, you know, I believe in work hard, play hard. I believe in work hard, spend money on luggage. I believe in all of that. So it, the fact that she's like, ugh, it's not an incredibly... I mean, I'm sure in my mind, Kwame makes like 300K. The fact that he was like, we can just move. I'm like, he's got a lot of disposable income and income and, and he's got savings. He's got a lot of things so he could do it. <clears throat> yeah. And let him and, you know, like, yeah, yeah, I, it almost sounds like sometimes she's like insecure about things like her financial situation. I think that money's money. Don't talk about it. I don't know. Just like, just don't talk about it if it's if it's awkward to you that basically we end with zach and bliss uh this is is this when they go on the they go on the boat Mm -hmm. so we have the end of this episode where zach and bliss go on a boat and he is like professing his love to her his hair is doing whatever it wants to do and it's cold it's chilly she's wearing wedges which i'm like girl espadrilles in this weather how and then he like awkwardly gets on one knee and proposes to her and she says yes I was watching this part, I think, with Monique, and I swear to God, I did not think that she was going to say yes. Mm-hmm. And when she said yes, I was shocked. I was shocked. Yeah, she's like, yes, of course, in the most monotoned, bland voice. Um, yes. Yeah. So that's the end of the episode, y'all. Um, thank you so much for joining us. If you would like to see the visuals of what you're listening to, you can do so. By following us for $10 a month on Patreon.com for uh, at Patreon.com slash DocuSweeties for $10 a month. Uh, that is two Starbucks cups of coffee or, you know, lattes, frappes, whatever you get from there, frappuccinos. And um, I think you'll enjoy it. I'm actually done with season one of 90 Day Fiance, and I'm going to go live sometime this weekend and talk about it. So Ooh. perks little easter eggs here and there all right my loves well if you want to also follow us on follow yosh follow us on social media we definitely would enjoy that um be your little easter buddies and hop on over to our instagram we are at docusweeties on instagram at docusweeties on tiktok and at docusweeties one on twitter and other than that if you haven't yet please give us five stars and leave us a review happy spring happy passover happy ramadan happy whatever you God bless, believe last night was a pink moon in Libra. I don't know if you saw that, but um, other than that, we love you and spring clean guys get some fresh energy into those lives. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye.